Money FM 89.3. Best of your money. Market View on Money FM 89.3. Ryan, how are you doing today? Pretty good. How are you doing? Well, uh, I enjoyed the football last night, and I haven't had any spoilers for the second game, which Did I will rush Did you stay back. up all night? I didn't. I didn't because I have to be professional. I got a, <laughs> a show this morning, so the uh, three o'clock game. As always, I will rush back uh, after a media blackout here. Hopefully, a and media I'll, blackout <laughs> as much as you can. As much as Let's I see can. How that goes. I don't know how. Uh, I think I get away with it here at a, a news and a finance station. But uh, so far, no one said anything about the second game. No one really cares about the second game. Everyone's talking about the first one, England Germany. Mm. But uh, a bright morning for me. What about a bright morning for the markets? What do we have? Yeah, it looks green across the screen so far. And just taking a quick look at what's happening in Asia, you've got uh, most markets above water slightly. And mm. let's start with what's happening in Australia. And this is up now by 0.7%. Looking at Japan, that is up by 0.1%. And in Korea, we're up by 0.2%. And looking at where we are for the Straits Times Index, it is now recovering slightly, 0.5% uh, to 3,104. So you might be um, remembering how it closed yesterday. Uh, we saw the STI down 1.2%. Yeah. That snapped a four-day winning streak to its lowest levels in nearly six weeks. So we'll come back to the STI in just a bit. Uh, we are inheriting a bit of a positive lead from Wall Street, and that saw markets overnight uh, just getting marginal gains, squeezing mm. out some slight gains to see new record highs on Wall Street. And let's walk through some of those numbers. You've got S&P 500 up less than 0.1%, closing at 4,292. So that's enough for its fourth straight record close. And the tech-heavy Nasdaq also saw a record close, up just by 0.2% to 14,528. And we saw the Dow also squeezing out some gains, 9 points or 0.03%. So you are looking at markets at least getting a bit of a positive handover from Wall Street. And what was in focus, you've got some property prices based on the S&P Case-Shiller Index. So home prices rose more than 14% in April. And for five US cities, including Seattle, they saw their largest annual increase on record, so quite positive sentiment around home building, construction, mm -hmm. and one construction company, Port Group, was up more than two uh, percent. And banks also did well, some of them at least. Morgan Stanley, among those that was up, it rose three point three percent after announcing that it will double its quarterly dividend to seventy cents a share. Yeah. So many banks also raising their payouts, and also worth noting, semiconductor stocks seem to get some strength in the late part of the session. Skyworks was up 4.5% and Advanced Micro Devices up 2.8%. And there might be some optimism in the, in the aviation space as well. Yeah, that's um, quite buoyant today. Um, what, and you're saying this is all you know, coming off the back of what's going on in the US as well. That's right. So United Airlines going on a shopping spree mm. buying 270 jets. So <laughs> from both Boeing and Airbus. And these are narrow-body airliners, which are typically used for the shorter routes. Yeah. Uh, and this is, uh, of course, with the uptick in U.S. domestic travel. And they expect this to continue. In fact, they are forecasting for July to be a profitable month. And that is quite a big milestone for 
airlines, which have been... What a turnaround, right? Turnaround, yeah. Long-suffering for quite some time. And also not just buying air, airplanes, 270, which is the largest order in the company's history mm. and also the largest order in the past 10 years by any airline. So a, a big vote of confidence. And if you look at the plans that United Airlines has, uh, they are betting big on a recovery in travel and they are hiring 25,000 employees in the next five years. Quite a big turnaround from last year where you might remember they were cutting staff. Yeah. 22,000 staff were cut during the downturn. So quite a change of fortune for United and many other airlines as people start to get back into travel domestically, at least in the US. Um, but for, of course, Singapore Airlines, it's a bit of a different story without a domestic market. So um, hopefully we get a, some travel bubbles up and running again to well, at least see some potential recovery for SIA. So SIA stock price uh, is actually down mm. in the past three months and it's been seeing some pressure in recent weeks because of the well, putting off of air travel bubbles and COVID-19 hotspots popping up, uh, putting that timeline further away. So looking at how SIA has been doing on its stock price, we are looking at SIA stock price down 13% in well, the past three months. Yeah. But at least for the year, year to date is up 12.1%. So still riding on those early gains mm-hmm. it got in the early part of 2021. Yeah, I mean, look, you're, you're betting on a rebound and, and people making up for lost time, as it were, mm. and, and go traveling, certainly in the US, where, where you said the domestic... Where would you go when things Whoa, Very good question. Uh, if it was up to me, uh, without the kids, to a, a beach island with, uh, with, uh, with the wife, but uh, that's not going to happen, right? So it'll have to be a family. You'll stick with Sentosa then? Well, I've, I've, I think I've, <laughs> I've done Sentosa to death. I'm a bit fed up. I mean, with all due respect to Sentosa, I need to get out. I think we all need to get out. What about you, Ryan? Where would you want to go? Oh, I would love to go to Disneyland because uh-huh. uh, my kid's growing up, right? And yes. I wanted to experience same. Um, Disneyland the same, same way I did. Yeah, but it might not be the same per se, but hopefully True. we get there. And you also don't want them to be too old when they go, right? Yeah, so that's the thing right, as well. And I want to bring my parents as well. So that is ah. the, uh, I guess... Um, motivation to go to Disneyland because I went to my parents to Disneyland when I was a kid. Nice. Yeah, same, same. So time to take them as well, right? Mm. Yeah, looking forward to that. Uh, what else you got for us? Uh, what about the Singapore markets? Okay, turning our attention back to Singapore. Um, once again, just a quick recap. Uh, we are coming off a 1.2% loss, mm. but we are recovering a bit. The STI up 0.5% so far, uh, 3,104. And looking at a quick snapshot of the STI, only three counters are in the red, right? And the bottom is Fraser's Logistics and Commercial Trust. And it's worth noting that Fraser's Logistics and Commercial Trust was actually the best performer yesterday when its units were up 2.1%. So a bit of a, a bit of a turnaround for Fraser's LNC Trust. And looking at where we are at the other end of the table, Jody Matheson is leading the way, 2.4% up. And some stocks worth noting today to keep an eye out for. Um, we've got UOB. They have lost their long-running Rio Tasso against Lippo Marina collection. So this is in the Business Times. So the Singapore High Court has thrown out its claims that Lippo Marina collection had inflated mortgages to get higher housing loans. So more details in the Business Times. Um, but so far, looking at where we are for UOB, um, that is up by 0.8%. So investors not really... Not too bothered by that, bothered, right? Bothered, uh, yeah. that off at least. And looking at where we are for iReach Global, they are doing a bit of equity fundraising, so issuing 11.4 million units at 61 
and a half Singapore cents. So all in the wider scheme of things to raise gross proceeds of $126.7 million wow. to help fund its acquisition of properties, retail properties in France. And looking at Oxley, they have entered into an agreement to sell a piece of land overseas for around $100 million. Oxley did not say which property mm-hmm. it is selling. And looking at where we are for Suntec REIT, also in the news, they are divesting a portfolio of strata units at Suntec City office for $197 million. At the same time, they are buying a Great A office building in London for $353 million, or rather pounds. That is around $667 million. So they are one to track as well. And Catalyst-listed MC Payment has called for a trading halt this morning. So this is pending the results of its EGM that's happening at 2.30pm later. uh, Shareholders will be voting on adding five directors to the board. And MC Payment, of course, in the news in recent weeks for this um, boardroom tussle involving accusations of poor corporate governance. Yeah, I'm sure we'll be hearing more of that uh, as the days go by. Uh, Ryan, thank you very much. We'll leave you dreaming of Disneyland. <laughs> and, uh, we'll see you again tomorrow morning. Thanks so much. Before acting on the information on Money FM, please consider if it's suitable for your own investment objectives, financial situation, and risk tolerance. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.